Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Before I introduce somebody who's going to share the very Torah with the Chevra, I wanted to share with you something Menachem felt that should be clarified on last night's Sogi of Friendship. I, had, I, I really appreciated that we had a conversation about chesed and guys spoke, what blocks my chesed? I so, it's so sophisticated. I don't like when people ignore the human condition. I told you about that late night visitor a week ago. Like he has <coughs> this whole like exciting project of chesed, rah, rah. It's cute to rah rah, but we're humans. Why are, why am why aren't I do why why am I not doing that? You end up doing it deeper, better, more flowing. And I love that the guys were grappling last night. Why don't we do chesed instead of just? Because I like when people grow smartly and thoughtfully and deeply and like comfortably. So guys, like I love right. I knew, I told them guys would do that. I said guys are gonna. Why don't we do chesed? You're making a rah-rah, make the next program in your city. Am I going to become a... So I love that Michal and Yehuda grappled, and they both described resentments. So they're describing, I want to be like connected to my chesed. I want it to like come from within. They both described, it was so cool and neat. How they, It's like very instructive. Michal explained any sugya you should approach... You could smart, we could build ourselves, we could construct, instead of just like, okay, well, this is what we should be, I'm supposed to be. You, we can construct ourselves and get in touch with ourselves. And so I loved, it was so like cool that the guys do that. It's affected my life. I'm changing because guys are so honest here. It's crazy. A guy came and said, what a very change. A guy was describing to me, yes, it changed my life, my father, my mother, all my... I said, not what about you. He makes like there's something called like this, this city, this... I'm trying to plug in to him, to the guy. This Bacher was telling me this. The honesty that the guys have showed me and showed us and showed each other... This like way of construction and building and like comfortably and thoughtfully and deeply is so cool and so tantalizing. So the guys were grappling last night. Yehuda and Michal were grappling. So what stops us? And they were talking about our own and they, each one had their own sugya. What stops us from flowing out our chesed? Yehuda described more unnatural and giving something that's not in us, Michal. So Manny felt that it should, that, that he said it was discussed. He wanted like, I think a big point of clarity. Take a person who has a lot of anxiety and he hears speeches on chesed. Do chesed. Oh, okay, whoa, okay. He feels, all I think about is my, he's in a lot of pain. He thinks about himself. That's okay, okay. Start being good to other people. He walks up. His working on himself is the biggest chesed to the world. It's not a joke, you know, you say, working on yourself, when you hear these things, you're young, like, okay. Why is he working on himself? To be more present for others. At the point where a flowing soul, souls give. Souls are present for others. Think about the father who's not there for his kids. The problem is he's not present for himself. He's detached from self, getting in touch with self. A guy goes to therapy for his anxiety. He's working on chesed. 
He's creating the person who could be present for his kids, for his wife, for his... It hit me, the Pasuk says, Goimel nafsha chasid. Let's translate, a person who's good to himself is a man of kindness. That's the translation of Pasuk. I was like, <laughs> But I was like describing when you work on yourself and are helping, why are you doing that? It's not a selfish, it's not a self-absorption. I think there's an attack on our generation. People are so self-absorbed. They're working. No, they actually want to connect more to the next person, to their wife, to their kids, to other people. The guy who works on himself, that's the only, that's the Eitzah for real chesed. You really said this. It was said last night. You just described when you give naturally and flowingly and our souls are just a bundle of kindness. It's godly. God is all about giving. Hashem's taiv. It's kula, a flow of giving. When we resolve and work out and are comfortable, we become a, flow, a bundle of giving. Gaimel nasha, yishchased, somebody who's good to himself. Yishchased becomes and is a man of kindness. All the things of unresolved self is what causes a person who's, who's not present for anybody, who's not there. So obviously there's something called self-absorbed. I call the person self-absorbed that he's not resolving self. But when we resolve self and are comfortable with self, we become very flowing. Of course, of course we would give to others and share with others. So I wanted to like address that, but I really appreciate really what was said last night and not just what was said, but the approaches. The approach is how it was thought about. I just found that very cool that the guys right away grapple what stops me. If you ever study the Sefer Messiah Sashan, which is any Musa Yeshiva, which are Yeshiva, certainly a Musa Yeshiva, and the Sefer Messiah Sharm, it so coolly describes Mafsidim of every Midah. Any intelligent person, he says, what stops me from that? And in every Midah, Zahiras, Rizas, Nikias, he has Mafsidi as Zahiras. Mafsidi, he, he analyzes, hey, why don't I flow towards that? We have a soul. The soul has Zahiras, Rizas, Nikias. The soul has Chesed, has everything. So why don't I flow? So we have to figure out our blockage. We all got it all, but what stops me from accessing that? So at the point that a person's working to be more comfortable, instead of like beating himself up, why isn't he giving more to him? He resolves, works out. All of a sudden, a very, very kind person comes out. A very healthy and kind person emerges. So I wanted to address that. But I really appreciate the gathering. It's, it, it's, it's so important to me. We have Wazaych and Sulam to have two to Kyle Yungalite in the yeshiva. First of all, I have tremendous respect for Kyle Yungalite. What it means to learn all day, to sit and learn, first seder, second seder, some even does night seder. I have tremendous respect. It's very hard to learn all day. I have respect for the Bachram that sit and learn all day. I have tremendous respect. I tried to like learn a, a gesunte seder during the last couple of weeks. After seder, I'm, I'm thankful my son Manny agreed to be a Chavrusa. And after Seder, I was like staggered. I was like exhausted beyond. Very hard. That was one Seder. Very hard to use the head and focus and sit and learn. I know what it means to work. Baruch Hashem, I like working. And Adam La'omul Yulim, I could work a hard day. That To work a hard day in learning, to learn five hours a day is exhausting. Eight hours. I have tremendous respect. The light, Isaac, sitting Isaac and Tyre. It's specifically important to me in our Chaburas. I get very concerned 
when Rebbeim keep their families, I think Rebbeim should have Shabbos to the Zvotah Mishpachis in their yeshivas. I think it's a tremendous avla that they keep their families away. I think it's very dangerous. I consider that extremely dangerous because the yeshiva is like disconnected to life. It's like the studying. Does, it, does this have to do with marriage or life? To me, a Rosh Yeshiva should be there with his mishpacha. The family, I love in yeshiva, I push hard to have families. It's, we've improved, we have more families there every Shabbos. I want families there. It's not disconnected from life. Let's go. Younger Light and Rebbeim, but most parents came for Shabbos. It's delightful. Families. Without, like, the, the, the Torah, the steiging, the learning is not like it. Then we, then we have to, like, translate it. To, we're studying life. We're living life. There's not like we go off to the ivory tower, think a little bit, and then we, like, we come to, like, is this relevant to life? It's, it's within our life. I worked in a camp. I worked in a camp, and I used to get heavy pressure. Somebody would bring his daughters there, Shabbos, and, and, and some, a rabbinic figure gave me a lot of grief for a long time that, how do you let it? I was the camp rav. I didn't, I, I, I let it, you could say, but yeah, but I want to tell you, I wanted it l'chatchila. I wanted I don't think I don't think the Christians tried the other way that their leaders didn't weren't married and only nuns allowed only you know only people who weren't the Christians did try it. It had very if you you could read up about it what what went down Rahman al-Itzlan. disgusting horrible despicable things went down. I think like it's a weird thing, but like people run camp are married and have families, and they, they come with their families. They have families. It's not. It's the way it is. People are, late breaking news. People have wives and kids, boys and daughters, even like it's, and I don't know, keep, keep everybody away. That's not how life works. The Litvish never ran There's a Chiddush by Hasidim. They're trying something. I could explain it. The Litvish came to, they came to all different Asifas and Shabbasas with their families, with their Mishpachas. And, and the, the, the Avodah Hashem is together, the husband, the wife, there's a whole mishpacha. It doesn't go separate from life, Avodah Hashem. It's part and talks. I used to enjoy seeing Rav Hanach Libwitz, that great Rosh Hashiva and that great Balmusser, Tzanejim Rechevet, walk the streets with his mishpacha. It's a wonderful, beautiful sight, walking the street with his Rebetzin. And seeing them walk on a Leil Shabbos, I'm a Zoyche, in Senezer Merchevet. They came a lot of summers. And I saw him walk with his rabbits in a wonderful, wonderful sight. And I want to say the importance to me that we have Yungel Light here with the Mishpachas. I want guys to know that this is, to me, that, it, that after a guy learns, there's a Sefer written, and I applaud the Sefer written by an intelligent Yid. And a safer written like how a Ben Tyra now transfers to the work field. And he wrote, I'm not mocking, it's a very important thing, but I always I wonder what are we doing that that safer is needed? What are we learning? I, I don't know, I study with studying Dine Mumminus. Everything we learn about is life. And, oh, oh, as if like life like happened. All of a sudden you go in life, like, oh, life. I don't know what. Weren't you learning, Baba Kama, Baba Weren't you learning about, I can't believe it. Like, life happens, like, as if, like, a shocker. Oh, life. Oh, weren't you studying about a wife and connection? I don't know what you were learning that, like, life happens, and you're, like, you're, like, freak out. Life.
Oh my goodness. Like, I just don't understand it. I don't think it's a proper understanding of what Torah is, what Torah... And I'm not knocking the Sefer, because the Sefer was written for a need. I'm knocking that we need that Sefer. I am alarmed that that Sefer is needed, not that the Sefer is written. The Sefer is written, he's saying what I'm saying. But I am alarmed that the Sefer is needed. I think, I think that's scary. I think that's very scary. That's, I think that's actually the, the entire is not being learned. If I say it frank and open, I don't know what we're studying. If we need a safer, the life, Torah is life, Torah, they're hand in hand. If we have to forget who we are and our challenges and study Torah, if we could bring us and know that all our things are the possibility of living out Torah, so then you wouldn't need like a book to like, all of a sudden, and then life hit me. Tyre and life are very in sync. All the conditions of our life are in the Tyre. So they're mamish, it's all there. All I'm studying about it. What's drawing me to Svasemis, I can't figure much out. I need help. I plan to ask Rai Farkas to help me. I, I, I need more help. Svasem is a hard saver. But I see the conditions of life are in there. I see it. I feel it. Just the little I do pick up, he like was very sensitive to the, the stories of life are all in the Torah. And the Torah is all the story of our lives. And I see that there. But it's still hard. It's very hard. It's a hard say for you. You could check it out yourself. It's a hard. He's so brief. He's like a rish and achrayim don't typically write that way. If somebody else would take the Svasemis, you could write pages. He's just very brief. He wrote, like, people have told me tricks and eights, so I'm working on it. But um, the fact that we have B'nai Torah, and specifically very special B'nai Torah here with the Mishpachas, and you get to see, to watch Chaim at a shear holding Yisrael, to watch Yehuda at a davening with his son Pini, is delightful. It's delightful. It's it's to B'nai Torah sitting and learning and absorbing Torah to to see them to to just watch them grow and develop with their mishpachas together with their mishpachas. The Torah and, and life are are very much together, and they're here with their families, growing with their mishpachas, raising raising mishpachas with their children, coming to learn and connecting to Torah with their families. I think that's very that's just very very important to me. I want to thank Yehuda and his Rebetzin, who are, who Baruch Hashem, were Zaycha here, what a Ben Torah. My kids love Yehuda, they've, they've gained from him, they've been at his Suda Shabbos, which are beautiful Sudas. Just a person who's, who, his own steiging and has helped so many others steig. His own honesty, his own journey. You took Michal's describing thoughtfully growing. In his Kailah of Berkowitz, his Kailah, picking the Rebbeim that are good for him, a massive that's strong for him, developing intelligently as somebody, Yehuda's a poster child for such a thing. And then to see him raise, raising a Mishpacha, to see him with his son Penny, it's just, it's delightful. It's really, really delightful. Without further ado, I'd like Yehuda to share some different Torah with us. Very um, like mentioned pennies is like a funny thing um, that like like a lot of times me and my wife will like usually like once a week maybe a little like once every other week we'll go we'll get a babysitter at night 
to um, like to just he's usually usually sleeping, so to to come at night and so we could go out to eat or go out and like have a good time. Um, and it's like a very funny thing with like little kids. Like he's now like learning to speak like much much better, but like until then, so like it's like an interesting thing. He can't really like, commute like he communicates, but like it's not like speech. Like a funny thing that like how he picks up on things. So it's like a very funny thing that like. We'll, we'll, we'll go out, like, I'll, I'll be trying to put him to sleep. And for some reason, I, I saw that, like, this happened, like, five times. Where, like, he's just not falling asleep. And it's every time we want to go out. And every other night, I do the same routine. I do the same exact thing. And, like, but the night that we're going out, like, what is going on? Like, how does he know? Like, so I noticed that, like, he, he literally feels that, like, I want him to go to sleep, like, much more than the other times. And, like, he'll, he'll like, just stay up and, like, until I, like, actually get in touch with the fact that, like, I might not go out, like, for real, then he falls asleep. Not If I, like, trick myself, like, okay, I'm, I'm okay, I don't want to go out, I want to just go to sleep, he still won't fall asleep. Until I like, actually like, calm down, and it's probably, like, either my heart rate, something, like, where he just knows intuitively that, like, we want him to go to sleep, and, like, it's intense, so he doesn't go to sleep. So until, like, I actually get in touch with that, like, that I might not go out, then, then he'll fall asleep. So I find it very, like, very interesting that, like, with a little kid who's, like, not, he's not totally not grown up yet. He's not like thinking like these sophisticated thoughts. But there's something so cool that like he only he picks up not on the state that I want to be in. Like if I like I'll come home from from Kolel and like I'll be very stressed, like a hard day. Like I didn't feel like I got it, and like I didn't write my notes. I was like totally all over the place. And he'll be like edgy and cranky, and like he just he only he picks up on what's actually going on, not what like I want. Like, I can come home like put a smile on like be happy now and like it doesn't work like none of that stuff works at all um so like i think like transferring like that idea maybe like with our own growth and our own yiddish kind like like for me like i have really like I have a very hard time with with davening and like among many other things but and like my whole life i caught myself like trying to get good at the behavior of davening like come like do the thing of davening like getting like dragging myself to like be good at this behavior but like, but add some, you have to just, I have to just like get, like get to the state of being and like be conscious of like, I'm at tefillah and like, just see how I feel about it. Be in shul and just not try anything. Just like be there and like actually get in touch with like in my real state of being of like being good with davening versus like trying to get behaviors and get actions that work for me. Like I, it's just too, it's exhausting. It doesn't work. And then like, you're stuck in this like loop of trying new actions and trying new behaviors that might work. And then they don't work every time. Um, so I think this like, this idea is like brought out. And I think like, like getting to that state of being where like, it's just like good with like, just being good with like, before, before the behavior, just being good in the situation of like tefillah and like being good, and, like finding the part of us that wants to talk to Hashem versus like getting good at davening, check, like, you know? So there's like, I think a lot of it, like the reason why like, like I would go to like behaviors is because there's like some resistance going on inside of me. So there's an idea that the, like with Shavi Hashem and Yisav, the Baal Shem has a, has an idea where he talks, he talks about that from the most praiseworthy things to the most mavuzdika things in our lives, there's a level of like he goes on like why I say shivisi Hashem and Agdisav. You just say like bifnei Hashem, like Hashem should be in front of me. Like what's shivisi? The word shove it. So translated, that should be like equal. Like everything should be shove. Everything should be the same. And that from the most mavuzdika things to the most meshubach things, they're all the same. And 
I was learning, we were learning, Chaim and I were learning yesterday in, in the Hutim Iran, in Lamed Gimel. So he goes like, he like sort of like gets into this, like he goes on Maliyar's Kvaideh, he like gets into this like, and he explains what that means that everything's Shavah. We all know that everything that happens to us is from Hashem, but like what's that, what does that mean that everything is Shavah? So happens to us also is like very external, like what about like our, our attitudes, reactions is really where the choices are at. So like, where's the Maliyar's Kvaideh with, within us? Like where's the, like the Shavah within us, like what does that mean it's Shavah within us? Like, the natural way of thinking is that, like, I have things in me that I'm very good at with, in regards to Kiris Kim, and then I have things that need to be brought to Kiris Kim, right? But they're not Kiris Kim right now. There's not, it's not godly right now. They have to be brought to that. When, in essence, it's really not true. But, like, the, the most Meshubach things and the most Mavuzah things are both the exact same in regards to the, the Kedusha of it and the, the energy that is infused, like, it, by Hashem in those things. So, like, shame, for example... When somebody, when somebody like struggles with something and there's a lot of shame and they feel like there's something wrong with them, like I have issues I need to fix or I have problems that I need to fix or like I have all these things I need to work on. There's an underlying idea and the premise of that is that like, there's something wrong. Like, this is not right, right? And but at some, it's not true. It's like the, the idea of like an IFS, like all parts are good parts. What that means is, is that like, there's a functionality, a purpose, and a deep kiyam with every single part. No matter how shameful it is, no matter how cool we think it is, they're all the same thing in regards to like its functionality. It's the functionality of it is kirvus lekim, no matter what it is. So like we all we all have things that we're ashamed of that we think is terrible that we go that that we struggle with. But be'etzem, there's no difference between the like if someone's an amazing masmid or is an amazing davener or he's naturally so kind and like very present in his chesed. This, the thing that the, 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 what he would call the dirty parts of himself are the exact same thing. They're both infused with like this God, with a godly energy that, but as we have to just become aware of and like a lot of the shame is like, is like, ugh, like I, I can't believe like, no, it's the same thing. It's all the same thing. Obviously we need to develop, we need to work on things. Not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that like just in regards to the shame aspect, so much of it is like, I, like, Ugh, I, I, and the, that, that like the, the judgy the way we look at ourselves these kind of things is because we're, we're, we're negating the fact that it's Kaddish we're, sa- we're saying it's not Kaddish it's not, it's not good it's, it's bad it's coming from a bad place it's, it's not true like the all parts are good parts thing is that there's a functionality and a purpose and it's doing something there's, there's, there's something that it's doing and even shame is good like I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying like shame also reminds us that we like deeply want something like shame even a shame itself is, is good and I think if we like we should become aware of like these con- this, this idea that like it's just it's just it's like very calming it's like settling it's like okay, it's like really okay like we the most shameful things that we think about ourselves are deeply deeply filled with a godliness that like we could we, there's kedusha there we could become there's a conversation with those parts that like could really 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 become and like it's really possible also. To feel no shame about things that you once felt so ashamed of. Like, it's really, really possible. And, like, that's just another thing. And, like, it's really the same. And there's a tremendous amount of work. I know people use, like, the shtabas thing. I've heard people say crazy things, like, to, in abusing this, this idea. Where, like, everything, just accept everything. Like, and, like, it's almost like shallow. Like, just everything's okay. Like, whatever. Like, I don't mean that. I mean, like, there obviously has to be a development, a conversation. And to get in touch with those things. Um, like, when a, when a therapist says, like... Oh, it's okay to have anxiety. I was like thinking about this yesterday. Like, what does that mean? Like, it's okay to have anxiety. It stinks. 
Like, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm in pain. Like, my nervous system's, like, flaring up. Like, it's not okay. Like, it stinks. I hate it. Like, I don't. I don't like it. So what, is, what do they mean when they say it's okay? They're saying it's okay that it's, it's, it's functional. It's serving a purpose. There's, there's a keyum there. There's something there that, like, it's, 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 there's some little, either a little child or there's some little voice that needs to be heard and needs to be noticed and needs to be aware of it and, like, to, to, to like, compassionately be curious about those parts. So I just think that, like, for me, this, these ideas have, like, mamish mamish helped me so, so much of, like, like, just settling down and, like, just being really, really, like, okay because it's godly. It's good. It's so, so good. And uh, I hope we could just, yeah, get in touch with that. Gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. You knew way before. Like, <laughs> I had like that. Amazing, amazing. When anybody says Divrei Torah, they should be telling you a story. I said last night that I'm not asking guys this story, just say Divrei Torah. Everybody sees Yehudi, you see a comfortable Ben Torah. He, he, he shared his story. And when a person's learning the Torah we're talking about that connects to your life, I, I'm looking for Rav in my shul. And I, was, I, I met with a group of Balavatim in the shul I discuss what I want. You see a guy who says a very nice vert. I saw a vert. And he says the vert. I don't want to hear a vert. I don't want to hear I don't like vert. Give me your kishkas. Give me a tyre you would die for. This, vert, this idea is, God told me it resonates. I attach to this. Yehuda shared a shivisi Hashem. He dropped that Reb Nachman. Rab Nachman, like the whole, the, every IFS, like this craze that hit the world. Rab Shivisi, I never heard that was Shivisi's milash and shava. Shivisi Hashem Naregdi Summit is every part of myself is shava. That's, that's, that's wild. Yehud explained it. You see a calm, cool bentar like Yehuda, that vert, that all the parts that we thought was so like, and you learn to like sit with it and understand it and accept it, the functionality and has a kiyam, the way you were masvet Yehuda. Gorgeous. It's not good that you said the truth. That's not a vert. You didn't say a vert. You just like shared two. So if I could share with the Hebrew two years of my life, like. That's what I like. I was explaining to Albat, I don't want a guy who says a nice vert. I don't want that. I want a guy who says something that he would die for. Like, and you want to just call, I told him, you understand? Have you ever heard something and you just call your wife? You have to hear this. You want to call your son? You want to say, Manny, you got to hear Jacob. You got to hear this. Who do you got? I'm talking about that. that like, like, you, like I am going to give this to my kids. This is going to be part of our family. That's what I'm talking to. <laughs> I was like explaining to them what I'm looking for. But the great Torah of word is wonderful. I, it's just not what I'm looking for. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> a word doesn't transition well there. Then you'll need, then I have a book for you. I'd like to share a pshat in the Mishnah. I, I was like Dan Stein as a beautiful learning program in Muncie. Very, very, very inspiring. There's a chevra that gets together 
They were learning for weeks, sitting and learning a lot of chiyos. The, in general, what went on the first half, Raifarka Shlit had a chevra that met, I believe, for a week or two, I think mean, two weeks. In Raifarka's is one week, in Raifarka's is shul. Dan Stein had something. In Munsi, there were beautiful gatherings, there were beautiful asifas. I feel like the Olam stepped up. A lot of the camps worked out beautifully in Tannersville. A lot of the trips, Zelig Lieberman. In, in, in Los Aaron Smilowitz ran in, in Los Angeles, the trips, everything's like, the, the Hevra's at very, very special places. I feel like the Hevra has grown to beautiful places and the different trips worked out magnificently. We have Shmuel Jowitz here, they ran, everybody said it was the best camp, first half was the best. It's all one Hevra of Bnei Ali, of growing people that are just at very comfortable, healthy places and the camps and the Chaburas are working beautifully. I spoke in, in Dan Stein's Chabura, and I shared a vart that I never shared before. I'm excited to tell it to Rabbi Thaler. I'd like to share this idea on a Mishnah Shkalem that I think is accurate, and it continues yesterday's conversation. We spoke yesterday that our biggest impact on other people is how we see them. That's the biggest impact on another person, is how we see them. We impact, if the guy, we don't ever say a word to the guy, somebody texted me. Let's say you never tell them, they don't know how you saw them, they know how you saw them. You could pass by and meet somebody a million once, you didn't even have a camera, you didn't get a chance to go up to him, you were just like, impressed he was at the minion, he feels it, he'll sense it, and he'll be changed by it. Your biggest impact is how you perceive and how you view people, not what you tell them, but how you really perceive somebody. That's, that's the biggest impact on a person. So, so why does Hashem make us this way? Our view, our, like there's something odd. You, we could give the psychological, I like Torah and not psychology. Psychology is in the world, Torah is above the world, is, is from Hashem. What is going on? What's, what's this world Hashem made that our impact is how we see another? I'd like to like give a Hezbo, something that like, it talks to me a lot. It's a topic I've been very much pounding the last year. I'm not going to be Meyer because I do want to get to Seid and we have to be on time today. Lunch is early, so I would like to get to Seid, but I would like to share as follows. I come from a world of Nevardic. That's my roots. And the Nevardic world, all of us care what people think. We were designed to care what people think, and Nevardic accepts that, appreciates that, doesn't seem to change that. We care what people think. You care what people think, I care what people think, and I suspect any healthy human being cares what people think. That's how we're wired, that's how we construct Hashem made us. He didn't mess up. We were created, we care what people think. Nevardik strove, felt that in that care what people think shackles us tremendously. It holds us back from so many important things. So many important, how many people don't, don't do a lot of things they should be doing? What are people going to think? What are the neighbors going to think? It holds people back from so many important things. Like, like Yehuda says, it has a functionality because if you're like shamed by, I care what people think, you see that people like looking like this, looking like that. We're all wired like that and you have to get in touch why Hashem wired us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to explain that in a few minutes. We care what people think. However, Nevardik taught a lot 
that don't let it shackle and overcome that. And stand up and do what's right and put aside what's this one going to say, what that one's going to say, and stand up and do what's right. And the Vardic pounded teaching that, encouraging that, the altar very much, taught that my Rebbe, who's a student and a grandchild, a great-grandchild altar, the Vardic very much taught us and worked with us on this area. Comes the Pasuk in last week's parsha, and it says like this, that B'nai Gada B'nai Ruvain were told by Moshe Rabbeinu if they want Aver Ayardin, if they want the land before the Jordan, they have to fight in Eretz Yisroh. If they fight the battle, they could have the land before. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, if you fight, you'll be Nikiyim Me Hashem. In Hashem's eyes, you'll be Naki. You'll be clean and righteous. <laughs> you'll be righteous in God's eyes. Ume Yisroh. And you'll have fulfilled your obligations, clape people. Sam Seifer cried when he learned that Pasuk. Because simply, may Yisrael, why do I have to be innocent in people's eyes? If I fight, I'll be innocent in God's eyes. You're obligated not just to do what's right, but to be understood. Is a chi of dairaisa to be understood? You must explain yourself. You don't just have to do what's right, you have to explain yourself. You have to understand somebody who grew up with the teachings of Nevardic, which were, do what's right. Stop being so shackled what he thinks, and then you come to a Pasuk that says, worry what he thinks. The example I give always, in the middle of a shear, if you're about to drink, you have to tell the Chavit, I made a shahakal already. Now that's, a Nevardic shudders to think of that. A Nevardic wants to drink, and if you think I'm not from... To you. <laughs> Why should I? What well, you should be? It's such insecurity. That you have to. You could sit down. I, I went to a chas and I had a town. You sit down at the table, and you could see somebody was uncomfortable. Like the Taisvis, and he started like discussing a Taisvis. Like, so I, I, I asked after he finished the Taisvis. I, I said the Mets are on such a tough run. I'm struggling. Like. <laughs> I'm a Met fan, so and the Mets are losing, and I'm so frustrated. And me and Hootie Grappler could be good they're losing. I don't want to get like chias from the fact that the Mets win. So it's kind of actually like sometimes they lose, it's good. I don't want to get my, you'd be shocked how much chias. I don't want my Nitzachan. I have a lot of Netzach. I don't want my Nitzachan used up in sports. I don't want it. I don't want it used up in sports. I want Nitzachan to come from beating my Nisiyanis. So, the Mets win a lot of nets. I get victories. I might. I don't want to use. I don't want to pour my netzach in there. So complicated. So it doesn't happen. So <laughs> it's a good. <laughs> I'm promoting being a Met fan, like the Milas. Like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the Kitzer Advarim is is that so insecurity is normal, it's a human condition, but Nevardic really worked hard to be secure and comfortable and not feel the need to say, Chevra, I made a bracha, I'm very, very from. I really, really am. Nevardic taught to not worry how he's rating your from guy, to try. We're all human in care. All of a sudden comes a Pasuk and you have a chi of Daraisa, if you made a bracha, to say to the Chevra, I made a bracha. You're obligated to do that. <clears throat> and that's very striking. Why? Why am I obligated to tell you? So the simple pshat, 
The simple pshat, I thought my whole life, is bad things can happen if you don't know. Because maybe you'll be impacted negatively. You'll drink without a bracha. It'll become kalya, become cheap, the whole Indian makes. I thought like that type of reason. That makes sense to me. You know, if you're speaking Lashon Hara, La Halacha, you have to tell the listener why it's mutter. I was talking to Baruch yesterday. I said, L'tayeles. We're allowed to say this, and let's, let's talk. Let's speak out. The heter, you're mechoyif to speak it out. Not because you're insecure, because the pasuk, that you don't just have to be good in Hashem's eyes, to be good in people's eyes. Now, why is it important to be right in people's eyes? Who cares what people think? A bidiyevid azah. Because if the, it's, it's like if they don't know that it's mutter, they'll end up speaking lashnara. So tell them I only spoke. So it's exera. I'll tell you the deficiency. It's a good pshat. Makes sense. I'll tell you why I don't think it's pshat. Because you have to look in the Mishnah and Shkalim. The Mishnah and Shkalim, which darshins this pasad, Yisem Nikiyam, Yashem, Yisrael, Perek Beis, Mishnah Gimel. Perek Gimel, Mishnah Beis. I'm not remembering. It's Perek Beis, Mishnah Gimel, Perek Gimel, Mishnah Beis. The, the Mishnah and Shkalim. The Mishnah and Shkalim says that... As follows, the Mishnah says that when you go into the Lishka, the chamber that houses the public money for Karbanas, you're not allowed to go in with any type of keli that's closed. You can't go in with some purse, wallet, anything that you could put money in, even pockets. You should not go into that chamber because people, you're going to look suspicious. If you subsequently become rich, people are going to say, I filled his pockets with that money. If you become poor, people are going to say you stole and you were punished to be poor. So you don't walk into that room with any pockets, with any keli that you could steal money. This way, you'll look look good. Says the Mishnah, it's from the Pasuk, That's what the Mishnah says. Listen to the Lashen of the Mishnah. Because Kiderech, that a person has to come out, so too he has to be clean. Now, my cash on the Mishnah is why do you tzushtel the two? The same way you have to be innocent. Kiderech, so too you have to be. It doesn't say kishem. You are so sweet. You even know what Mishnah? Paragimel Mishnah Beis. Thank you, Rav Ezi Shlita. I was afraid what people would say. <laughs> <laughs> the the of the Mishnah Lufi. Thank you, Rav Ezi Shlita. Lufi Sha Adam Tzaruch Latzes Yedei Abrios. A person has to be mighty. What people think? Kederach Shadar Tzaruch Latzes Yedei Amakim. Why did he say? Why did the Mishnah say Kederach? Now I know the pasuk says Vishtem Nikiyim Me Hashem Me Yisrael, but in the pasuk I could say it's to Alachas Be Naki Tashem. Make sure that God holds of what you're doing. That's objectively true. Vishtem Nikiyim Me Yisrael is a different Alachas, only like Exera. Because if he doesn't, if he doesn't know, I made a bracha. Well, it will become cheap. But it's two halachas. I would never compare the Yisem Nikim Hashem Yisrael. They're two halachas. By God, when you do something, first of all, make sure objectively you're doing the right thing. My wife once told me, Daniel, 
I don't care. The whole world will not hold what you're doing. I'll be on your side. You just make sure you're right. Just make sure you're... Please be right. Like, I don't care who's against, who's angry. She's saying, make sure it comes from Yerushalayim. She's right. Just Could you just make sure? Like, I'll be there. I'll, I'll side with you. Just make sure you're doing what's right. That's an objective truth. Anything you do, make sure. It's the right thing that's thought out. That, that's his Yerushalayim. Umei Yisrael is like Exeraza. If you make a shackle and he doesn't know, so bad things are going to happen. He's going to come to. It's Exera. So it's two halachas. Nikiyeme Hashem. May Yisrael two different dinim. But the Mishnah says, Levisha Adam Tzarech Lotsi Sidei Abris. Kiderach Shadarach Lotsi Sidei Hamakam. Kiderach, it's not the same thing at all. The Mishnah had no reason to write that. It should say, Levisha Adam Tzarech Lotsi Sidei Abris. Because you have to make sure people understand you. Don't say Kedera. It's not the same hyphen. And the Mishnah says, Lufisha Adam Tzarchlas, the best Kedera Shatzarchlas, the Amagam. It makes some Tzushtel. I wouldn't Tzushtel it at all. What would you say? Is that a fear, Dirk? To be, to be, see, to do things. So to be Naki Me Hashem is make sure you do what's right. Make sure anything we do, we have to make sure it's the temis. To make sure people understand you, I'd say it's exactly Why is it important to say, I made a shahakal already? Just drink the thing. You're so insecure. He's going to think. So you, what if I'm doing? He thinks. So the temp. <laughs> if you ever had, were you ever in. What? Rev Arye is here in his tefillin. So Rev Arye should have. He should, he, 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 I have to say publicly, Ravari's in his phone. Ravari woke wakes up very, very early and he ran a trip. There, there are 40, 30. How many went last night? Uh, he's, this, there are a lot of people from, from Ravari he was. Did you ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> there are a lot of people who are more. A big Rav de Hashem for Ravari he was. So says, I have to explain it to you. May Yisrael, you have to explain it. Now the Pashtas is in your decisions, make sure you're emistic. May Yisrael is Because if you don't know, you'll come to, to be Kalyan something. What would the Mishnah say according to this? It would just say, I wouldn't sushtel kiderich. I would say Adam Sarklas it's not the Kedarech, but the Mishnah says, There's some Tzushtel, it's just in the same way. I wouldn't say in the same way at all. It's Mamish, two different Dinim. Yeah. That Kasha is a good Kasha. I think it's a strong Kasha. What's the first thing? What? What's the first thing? What does that mean? Make sure you're doing what's right. Yisem Hashem is the task of all our lives. Really, we all have many pneus, many biases, many things pulling, many nonsense. He said, Nikiyame Hashem. Make sure what you're doing is naki, is, is true and right, that Hashem, Hashem will be masking to you. That's, that's like the objective truths of our life. Then, okay, you should explain to you, that's like the annoying part of life. He has to understand, I have to be understood. So frustrating to be understood. I'm doing what's right. Tough luck on him. Combative. Let's go. 
Don't be afraid of no one. I'm doing what's right. He holds. He, who cares? Nope. You got to explain yourself. I would say that's like a because it wouldn't be good if he thinks he's doing bad. Bad things would be learned. But the Mishnah says we should so I want to say a chiddush nifla, my friends. I want to say it. You could disagree with me. I think that each of us, our perspective on the world, we ask the kashi yesterday. We ask the kashi. Maybe you just don't judge. Okay, so we're built as judges. God didn't mess up. What are we judges for? What are we donning? And then we have this like thing, tap in and judge him forever. Stop being judgmental. Stop. No, we're judges. The Mishnah has like a premise, we're judges. And it says, this is how to do you. Judger, this is how to judge. Dan Lekavschus. Stop. The Mishnah should say, Al Tidon is Koladom. Don't judge anybody. There's a Mishnah. Don't judge your friend till you reach a spot. So the Mishnah should say, Stop judging your friend. It doesn't say it says Dan is judge favorably. It's like mask him to judging. And what I want to say is the human perspective. Your perspective is godliness. Shem gave you a soul and gave you a life, and your perspective, I think prayer is your perspective. With your perspective, you bring you bring when davening is wild. A big thinker, a big, a big thinker in the world says, I struggle with prayer. And I'm telling God, God, um, I, I have this like thing. I don't like talking to guys about something. I'm not, I'm not, I'm nothing to add to them. You tell, you tell a bachir that he's talking to a girl. I wanted to, he knows the same thing you know. He knows he's not getting married. To, what did you add on the sugya? What did you tell him? You just repeated, tell, say something, add something. What are you saying, Tashim? You know, God, I really think this person should feel better. <coughs> it's a big struggle. He probably knows. He probably has a lot of cheshbonus. So what are you adding? The answer is that your version is godliness. Who gave you your version? Hashem. And your version is bringing out your godliness. Pray you bring out your perspective to the world. And Hashem sends all the bracha. You brought out your godliness. Prayer is you come to Hashem. You say, I don't understand. He shouldn't be sick. You bring out your perspective. That's what you're supposed to do. You bring out to the world your perspective. And the perspective of each person matters. And the Yisem Nikiyamei Hashem Umei Yisrael says that. That It matters the next guy's perspective, how he sees things. Matters a lot. Your perspective matters. And when the Mishnah says, it means make sure to work on your perspective because your perspective matters a lot. We were created as judges, as people who see and perceive. And we bring out the kaychas of our life by what we see, by how we see. And our ikar form of impact is what we see. The main way we impact others is what we see. We were born to have a perspective. It matters what we feel. It matters how we see things. You can, you can very much clarify a lot of things when you're speaking to your children before they go to Eretz Yisrael. It's like very, 
I, I very much look forward to, I try to drive my kid alone. Each one goes there. So I like the car ride alone with my child. And the, what, what you want to say after you're parting for a long time, before you part, it's, it's what comes to your heart. You don't prepare a speech. Son, you, what, what comes? I see that with Bachram as well. Before they leave Teretz, so you have a chance and you're sitting in front. What do you want to tell him? And often, often, I find myself saying, please trust yourself. Please trust yourself. If something doesn't feel right, even, even you say in a Rebbe, a Rebbe is almost giving up. No, even in choosing, I say l'charav, you're going to choose a Rebbe. You're going to choose the Torah you learn. You're going to choose the style you learn. I find myself all the time saying, I beg you to trust yourself. I think that's prayer. The essence of prayer is that is you have a perspective. You have, a, you have an approach. You have some... What feels right to you? What feels wrong to you? That matters a lot. What feels true to you? What feels... When you go to a... Sh- it's not resonant. I don't know if I believe this. I don't know if I care. That matters a lot. That matters. And trust. Trust how it appears to you. I find myself a lot... A lot of that at parting times, that's I'm just please trust yourself because you have a soul and, and your perspective and worldview matters a lot. Talking to somebody whose perspective matters and judgments matter, you say you judge her, you person who the way you see things is, is what you're going to bring to the world. Have a Dig deep and create that perspective, the deepest perspective, the eye in tight, good eyesight. Judge people, the kavzchos. And it instructs us, who, us whose perspective and judgments matter. Us whose vision is our icker impact to the world. The main thing we bring to the world is what we see. The main thing we bring to the world is how we see it. Our main form of impact on another guy is when we see his goodness. How we see him and what we see in him. And that we see him is the main impact that we bring to the world. So if that, what I'm saying, which I believe is true, is why we're mechoyev to care what he sees, because his perspective matters. It's not exera. What you see in me making a bracha, your perspective matters. I say that Nevardik taught a person that his own perspective matters. When it's said, don't care about what others care, but do it anyway and do what's true, said you matter and your truth matters. But so does his perspective matter. Also, when you're making a bracha, so the bulldog attitude, I'm doing what's right, I made a bracha right. One second, what you see matters also, objectively it matters. It's not exera, well, he might think, no, it just matters what he sees. His whole perspective on this world matters. And so I say, have your own perspective and allow him to have a perspective too. And bring your perspective and value your perspective. But care about what another person sees. Know that it's important what he sees, what he's experienced. I tell, I, I have a line to parents, but it's a line to us all. I tell parents that your kid's perspective is your reality. It matters what they're seeing. And not to know, I have told guys, I, I've told guys, Yisrael Mayer's eight. Rifarkas' son, Yehud, is 11 or 12? 10. 
So I, I told her, I, I, I tell guys, Yehuda Farkas, to him at 10 years old, you're, you're seven foot three. Just know that. If you don't know that, you're not understanding what he's experiencing and you're devaluing his perspective. He's also, he has a perspective and important, and he's seeing something. Guys are very big in his world. All the guys dunk when you're younger. That's why guys grow up. They think no, guys aren't as good ball players. The old, like, Michael was much better than... No, you were just younger, so you were more impressed. That's the, a lot of the shirish if they used to be bigger. So when you were a little kid watching the camp staff team, you're better than all the players were. Just you were six. So when you were six, they were dunking like crazy. Now, it wasn't fake what you saw. That's what you saw. You were supposed to see that. You were supposed to see that. By the way, as we go through life, we learn tired. We like seeing new things. But what I saw two years ago, I was supposed to see. That's what I was supposed to see then. That perspective wasn't fake. That was very real. That, that was a perspective that was, supposed, that was supposed to be seen then. And now is my perspective. So see now. Allow another person to see. It matters what he experiences, what he sees, and learn to care about what he's seeing. And you're obligated to be in touch with what he's seeing. I think it's so cool that I'm making my bracha. I'm obligated to ask myself what you're seeing. It's so cool. There's a din that's wild. That's a din. You know, to ask what the other people around you are seeing. I think that's dazzling. You're mechoyev to, yes. Are you saying that 100%. Yes. Yes, that's why prayer works. Yes. I say your kid's perception is your reality. Pirish equals prayer. And your kid davens, we pray in Hashem's home. Okay? He has a refuah shleim of the person. Oh, that was what you brought out to the world. I was waiting for you to bring that out. You gave a, your kid's perception is your reality. That's how Hashem works. That's called equals prayer. So it's amazing to me that you mechoyev to know another person's perception. It's interesting that our guys that, are, that have taught me a lot about this, I have known, noticed amongst our chevra tremendous, tremendous, the guys that are so inclusive, they're very into kids, our guys. It's a big turn-off to somebody who, like, ignores a kid. There's a very secular, and I've seen death enter our circles. It's very secular. I blame secular schools for this. In a secular school, there's the teachers and the kids, and there's, like, a deep divide where the teachers, you go into the teacher's room. There's a talk of, like, kids are, like, a secondary citizen... And I've seen little kids run around and there was a very Western secular thing like kids are meant to be seen, not heard from. My child, be quiet. The adults are here. Very secular. In Yiddishkeit, the chashivas and chavivas of kol yachid v'yachid is a person, a person. Our guys, I have seen our guys very sensitive to this. Where if a kid is like neglected or ignored... You watch the Rebbe in the middle of a shear, the kid's there. It's not, he's a person too. He's a person too. The perspective of each person is very tired. That person also has, and it's very valuable, that perspective, what they're seeing. 
what they're experiencing. It's very valuable, that perspective. Notice it. It matters. You're obligated midaraisa, to be aware of what they're seeing, not just what you're experiencing. But not because it actually matters what each one sees. It has a tremendous kayach, tremendous power, what you see. And then Eureka, then you tell our biggest circle of influence is how we see others. Because you know why? Because it matters what we see. Wow. It matters what we experience. And our biggest form of power of impacting another more than any other thing will do is what we see. I said yesterday, it's just true, I have seen people, tragic stories of people frustrated. They do so much. They like gave a career to help, to help these like struggling kids. They're a little weaker in learning, you know. I don't always have to be like elitist. Like he gives his life to help like some weaker Bahram. And then he's so frustrated, like he has so little success. It's like so noble that this like London, and he could have even gone to a better yeshiva. He went to the weaker shvacher chevri picked. Then he's like so frustrated, he sees very little atzlach. And I don't say it mocking the inner tzaddik azah. He doesn't know that the main influence is because he's not nishtaymin. He's like rating the, the top, the last. You, you, you know about souls, you know about tikkunim, you know about shayrish anishama, you know what this person's, what, what Hashem's vision and mission, you, you know like, you have like a rating of some system of who's, who's what, who's supposed to bring what kiddushmayim. Each person is a task. If he'd been nishtaymim, he's fighting himself in all his activities and he works so hard and gives so much, but what he sees pushes down. The sum total of his activities is he pushes somebody down because he sees inferiority. So all his activities are, they might be well done, but since his enayim are messed up, he sum total damages somebody he's trying to help and assist. Because the ichor impact on the next person is what you see. In the words of Rev Hirsch, the bedrock of education is respect. It's covered. It's what do you see? The main form of impact on another person is what do you see? So when your activities are trying to be meraimim, and what you see is mocked and pushes down, what will win is what you see over what you do. Over what you say, what you see. Is our main form of impact, but it matters what we experience because our perspective matters. And we build and destroy with our perspective because it matters what we see. That's just the way it is. And you're mechoyev to know what other people experiencing in you because it, it just matters. So it doesn't contradict. Nevardik was busy giving you a perspective. Saying you matter and do what's right and don't be shack what others think is what you think matters. <coughs> and the Vardik was pounding, giving you a perspective. But of course, what that would also, that a natural next step in care would he give, let him have a perspective. So care what he thinks. Show it matters what he thinks. Not al kiderech, that you have to be What God sees matters, what people see matters. How people perceive them matter a lot. By the way, come to prayer with how you see. The way you pray to Hashem is, I don't understand Hashem. I don't understand. Rev. Levi Yitzchak Bardichev, by the Seder, came up to the four kashas and he put his head down. 
They were waiting. He was running the say They put his head on 20 minutes. They're waiting for Ablevi Yitzchak. Waiting. His head's down. Then they hear him sobbing. They were confused. It was a big person. He cried on Yantav. You're not supposed to cry on Yantav. He was crying at the Seder. Beautiful Seder of Levi Yitzchak is crying. He picks up his head after 20 minutes. They're waiting for Levi Yitzchak. He says four kashas. Shem, you're telling me now that he has four kashas? I have a lot more than four kashas. I can't do I can't. I'm trying. I tried an hour with that. I have a lot more than four kashas. Person down the block is sick. Really? What a soul. What a soul. They open their home for other people. And now they're locked in their home? They go out of their home all the time for other people. They're locked. I don't understand, Hashem. I don't understand. I don't. I have a cash on you, Hashem. Hashem, I know somebody who so badly wants to get close to you and they have so many blockages. I don't understand. He said, I have thousands of caches, tens of thousands. I can't boil it down to four caches. I have tens of thousands of caches. That was the deepest prayer. He was bringing his perspective to the world. You know how many Yeshua's come from Levi Yitzchak's perspective of the beauty, of the goodness, of the Yid, of the preciousness? You know how, many, how much bracha came from that? How many Yeshua's... He brought his godly perspective that of course came from above, of course, was given by Hashem. That's prayer. That's how prayer is supposed to look like. Your perspective matters. Express what you see. But Danas called them the Kavshus. Refine and work on your perspective. It's ever powerful what you see. You can destroy with your perspective. You can you can completely destroy with what you see. You could also build people with what you see. So work I and Taiv, get good eyesight. It's very powerful, your perspective. Let's get to say the Ashkai Rabbi Say. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.